This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Comic Book Junto special one-shot of Captain America Civil War. I am your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit. And with me here is my co-host, Adam, the Avenger, formerly known as Jarvis Tetris. Is that Vision? That's right. The Avenger, formerly known as Jarvis. That's right. The artist, formerly known as Jarvis. But I went with the Avenger. Yeah, okay. You know? Maybe he is kind of purple. He is kind of the purple one. I pulled it together. Wow. Okay. I'll take you know? this. I like Jarvis. I like Vision. Uh, Vision um, is, wait, he's like probably the most powerful Avenger. Would you say he's the most powerful Avenger in the movie, in Civil War? In the movie. Yeah. yeah. In the movie. Yeah. Because he's got an Infinity Stone in his head. In his whole situation. In his whole dang head. Yeah. And he, he just blasts people with it and straight up says, I don't even know what this is. My bad, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so, Internet, you are with us here. If this is your first time, we are doing, um, first of all, Welcome to Comic Book Junto. This is your first time. Every podcast is somebody's first. Happy to have you here. Just like every comic book is somebody's first. So I figure we'd introduce our one-shot situation and tell everybody who is uninitiated what it is. That's right. So a one-shot in comics is a standalone comic book. A lot of times, comic books go in order. So you have one, two, three, four, five, and it's this ongoing story. But sometimes a creative team wants to tell a story that just stands alone. Mm -hmm. They want to just take a character do a story, be done, and not disrupt the regular continuity. Um, or they don't want to have to feel like the pressure to keep it going. They want to speak about it and then be done with it. Mm-hmm. So we kind of took that same mentality and said, hey, just to kind of clarify, this is going to be a standalone podcast, and we are going to talk about Captain America, Civil War. I believe this is Marvel Cinematic Universe's 13th movie. No, is that real? I think so. Oh my god. I could be wrong. The internet will correct me. Um so yeah. <laughs> actually it was their 12th. Uh, actually, see, how you guys going to have a podcast if you don't even know what number it is? <laughs> I'd, I'd appreciate it if you guys wouldn't give out false information yeah, because this is every comic book. I mean, every podcast is somebody's first and we want to point people in the right For direction. every single person much. who leaves that comment on this, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the five, <laughs> five stars, stars and a positive, positive comment. comment. We really, we really appreciate, appreciate that. that. Thank you so much. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're doing uh we're doing a one shot um so if you have not seen captain america civil war please do understand and hear me us very clearly yeah spoilers all spoilers all caps mm-hmm. we are not doing an unspoiler version first and then getting right we're not doing that no we're going right in to talking about what happens in this movie if you don't want to know 
if you're a part of the blackout community, if you've joined the congregation, this is not for you if you haven't seen the movie yet. Uh-huh. You don't want to listen to us talk about a movie you haven't seen. On the real, just go and see the movie. Yes. Like, as soon as you can. Run. Do not walk. Why have you not seen it yet? Uh, Answer me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to you. We'll wait. We will wait. I'm talking to you. Although, in fairness, I understand the inclination to not see it immediately the first weekend because mm-hmm. it is it's a scene, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's tough to go. I, I saw the movie the, the second time I saw the movie. Both of us, you and I, have both seen this movie two times. Yeah. The second time I saw it, I saw it at nine twenty a.m. Mm. in the morning, Sunday morning, with my pops, and the theater was packed. Wow. Yeah, I didn't expect you to say it was packed. I thought packed. you were say it was empty. No, it was wild. So I, I understand if you're you're just waiting, you want you want the crowd to simmer down a little bit before you catch the movie. I get it. You and I both saw it on Thursday night. Yep. Um, which is confusing to me because I guess movies just come out on Thursdays. That's now. how we do it now. So that's what we're up to. And it was it was a it was a big crowd in my theater. I saw it at ten thirty p.m. Thursday night. I saw it at seven. That's right. And it was a big crowd for me too. Yeah. So look, if you're waiting to see the movie, my suggestion: wait no longer, because you want to you want to spend time with us, do you not? Of course you do. And uh, you should see this movie as as soon as humanly possible, as 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 soon as visionly. Who is not a, a human mm-hmm. possible? Because as soon it as is visually possible, vision, vision. Is that what we're doing. You know, as soon as you know, he's not a human. He's he's synthetic. Right. As soon yeah, as yeah. synthetically possible. As soon as synthetically possible. Teleport your teleport yourself uh-huh. into the movie theater. Right. In beautiful, beautiful, picturesque paradise, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. If you if you're able or not or not. If you're nowhere near that, if that's you're nowhere fine near too. that, that's fine. You don't need to hold out for that. For KO, Adam said I had to go to King of Prussia. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I got to get a plane to, ticket. He said I have to go right now. I, I got to get a plane ticket. I, I got a long drive ahead of me. Yeah, I mean, apparently that's what needs to be done. That's the only place you don't, to show you, it. Look, you don't have to do that. It's just one suggestion. But see this movie as soon as possible and then join us for this conversation. I, I think we're going to get into spoilers. Oh, we're getting in. We're, we're getting in now. So, so spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you are still listening after this point, it is your fault. This, it is your choice. This is your choice. If you choose yeah. to dip in, now look, Octavius is coming at this like uh, this is a bad thing, okay? Yes, if you're it's not a, bad a part thing. of the blackout congregation. Something's wrong with you. You make your own decisions. <laughs> look, you live your life. It's you religious. Live your life. <laughs> you do what you have to do. Uh, we don't want to ruin this movie for you. It's it's a lot of fun to experience the first yeah. time yeah. without knowing anything. And truth be told, I mean, the whole reason the whole blackout congregation community, yada, 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 joke, joke, joke. <laughs> but seriously, this is, you know, this, this is, is life or death. This is life or death. <laughs> no, but the reason why is because we don't want to ruin it for you. I don't want to ruin it for you. There's good stuff out there. There's a good experience and I don't want to take anything away from it. So yeah, spoilers. Okay. Now we're past the spoiler wall. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about this. Adam, let's start off gut reactions. Gut reactions. This movie is like a high five from every one of the Avengers. Team Iron Man, Team Cap, doesn't matter whose side you're on. It is like getting a high five from every single one of them. And they're all like, hey, thanks for sticking with us for all of these Marvel movies mm-hmm. and going to see all of them. Mm-hmm. 
this is your reward. It's a big payoff. It is a huge payoff. It is so exciting. And I felt like such a little kid yeah. at many, many, many multiple moments. I'm sitting down next to my girlfriend and I'm, I'm catching myself repeatedly, like grabbing her knee and going, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, I got to calm down. Just like just progressively getting more and more no, aggressive. Just, yes. It's like, yes. yes! So, and she's like, let go of me. Yes. Ah! <laughs> she's like, man, yeah, movie hasn't even started, man. This, that, that was a Tarzan trailer. What's oh your problem? Ah! No, I'm like, I th- the last time I can remember reacting in this way, I mean, maybe Mad Max. I had, I, I, I was very excited seeing Mad Max. Mm-hmm. The last time I remember reacting in this particular way was when I saw the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers motion picture. Wow. And I was so into it. Wow. Ivan Ooze, I was taking so it about it. And I remember for weeks, my best friend's mom, she would, she was making fun of me to all of our parents, all of her friends. She was saying, Adam was losing his cool. In the movie theater, because mm-hmm. he was so amped up. Yeah. And I was losing my cool in the movie theater. I was so amped up. Yes. I saw it two times. I did that twice. Yeah. 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 So that's my gut reaction. Well, how about you? For me, I can't say that I have smiled this much in a movie in a very, 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 very long time. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Just smiling. Just yeah. like a little kid. Yeah. You know? Just... There was, I was having so much fun. Yeah. And as it's going and as it's going, as it's going, there's not a dull point for me no. where I'm just like, I wish this would hurry up. Yeah. I was like, how do we keep this going? Like, why is it like the whole time I was concerned about the fact that this is going to have to stop eventually. Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes you sad. Like you have that moment where you you start thinking, you feel the movie ending. Once it's over, what am I going to do? What? Right. Who who am I going to hang out with? Yeah. Once, once giant man goes home, who am I going to hang out with? Yeah. I mean, like so many, so many things. Um, the big thing that I think about like gut reactions is like, this is what happens when you take the time to do it right. Yes. Yeah, that's my that's my gut reaction. Like, see, this is quality. It feels this like is doing it right the first time, no matter how long it takes. Yeah. Having a big picture, doing less, better, consistently. I'm going to do a little, do a little, do a little, do yeah. a little. And then when we have the big thing, we've earned. Like we talk about, like I talked about in other movies, like, who are you and why do I care? Yeah. Like they did a great, like. Over 13 movies, they've made me... They've earned it. They've earned my attention. They've earned my smile. They've earned my excitement. They've earned my, like, outbursts in the movie theater. They've earned all of it. It's not just because, oh, such and such a character is there. It's because I am... In, I've been in relationship with these people for over 12 movies now going on 13. Yeah. So, like, my gut reaction was like, man... When do I get more of this? Yeah, right? Yes. I and it's funny you you saying that you smiled all the way through it. This movie is heavy, man. Mm-hmm. Like even though they have presented a really grave context as to why Iron Man and Captain America are facing one another. 
I'm still having a blast, but that doesn't necessarily downplay the circumstances. Right. Because there were a lot of parts of this movie where I was, I was legitimately impressed that they went there. Mm-hmm. That they were like... Like, for example. Okay, for example, uh, Tony Stark is speaking at MIT. Yes. And the beat where he reads Pepper Potts' name on the tel, tel, uh, what's the word yeah on teleprompter the, teleprompter yeah and uh he reads her name and clearly there's this mo th- th- there's this um feeling that she's not there mm-hmm. or for some reason he's going to disregard reading the name mm-hmm. and that was like ooh okay i feel that and then he goes into the hallway he seems a little distraught yeah. a little all over the place yeah yeah and yeah. there's that woman standing outside of the elevator mm-hmm. chatting with him just some kind of idle chatter pulls right. out photo of her son Hey, Tony Stark, you murdered my boy. Yes. And that was when I was like... It got very real right there. And the stakes became clear. And I understood. You know, like, look, I hate to draw the the, the comparison, but Batman v Superman, Mm -hmm. at, at no point in time did I really, really feel... Like I understood on an emotional level mm-hmm. why the two of them were fighting against one another. Right. Batman was Ving Superman. Mm-hmm. I get it, but I never really felt it mm-hmm. right off the jump in this movie. I mean, I'm team cap. I'm going in anti-registration. I'm team cap, but I'm keep thinking, I'm like, mm, okay, no, this is, this is a conundrum. Tony's got a lot of good points here. Yeah. That hurt a lot of people. And starting the movie with Brock Rumlow with crossbones and he takes his mask off and he's all, you know, messed up from the, the fact that he, he, he got like super messed up in winter soldier Yeah, and his face is all jacked. Yeah. Well, I'm he like, bought that. That's what happens when you're a bad guy. Yeah. Sure. I feel bad for bad guys. Sure. Sure. But it's like the, seeing the damage, mm-hmm. right? Seeing the effect of what happens was really something. And then Wanda trying to contain the explosion, accidentally blowing up several floors in that building in the very beginning. I'm like, you see that and you mm-hmm. see the way they react to that. Like, mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. All that footage of like Wakandans being hurt and being uh, brought away in ambulances. You feel that they did such a good job making me understand why they needed supervision, yeah. why the Avengers need a protocol. Yeah. Even though I agree with Captain America that don't take their agency away, don't take their freedom away. They, their hands are the most responsible ones. But I'm like, damn, I felt this movie. I had a blast, but I also couldn't help but sit there and think that is a legitimate, that's, that's a conundrum. Absolutely. I mean, I think while smiling, there's multiple reasons why I was smiling. I mean, I have smiling because I was having fun yeah. um, in a little kid sense, but even as an adult, I was being intellectually engaged yeah. by good storytelling mm-hmm. and being able to go, wow, oh, man. You know, point. This is actually well, that's an interesting point. So, like, even talking about a little bit of the plot, we, you know, the, you know, the movie opens up. First of all, let's talk about these fight scenes. Oh, my God. When they, when they opened up and we've got Captain America, Scarlet Witch, you know, we've got Black Widow, we've got um, Anthony Mackie up there. Oh, man. Like, he was amazing. Oh, let's talk about the first time I lost my cool, Red Wing. Yes. As soon as I see Red Wing zipping around, he's got like a drone robot hawk version. Right. You know? Right. And as soon as I see that, I'm like, yes. And then he refers to Red Wing by name. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, don't thank me. You, you can pet Red Wing. He's cute. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. I love that. 
And like, it feels like they're paying attention to me. Like, yes. come on, give me Red Wing. And give they did that. it in a way that goes, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I thought that th- those fight scenes, <sighs> like we talked about John, the guys who did John Wick being a part of the action yeah. sequence. That's right. That's right. Yo. Yeah. I mean, I buy everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like super soldier. Like I understand how you can hit somebody and they'd fly like that. Can understand how, you know, Natasha Romanoff is not a super soldier. Yeah. So she fights different. In a different you, style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you buy that she's a spy and she's running and jumping and doing her spe- specific moves and all that kind and of stuff. And our heroes get jacked up too, you know? Like yeah. they, there are points when you first see Captain America get launched out that window, smack against a roof and like flip and tumble down against My the whole floor. theater was like, ooh, like, ooh, ow. Damn. But you also see him kind of like, and then get back up again because it's like super soldier. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get hit, but it means that, you know, you've got that ability to get back up again. And you also see like people who aren't super soldiers, they, they respond differently. Mm -hmm. I loved Anthony Mackie's like the new stuff they did with his suit. Yeah, the shield wings oh, were spectacular. I was like, yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Falcon was cool. Right. I lo- I love using it like he brings the seals up the wings up behind him, yeah. does the thing on his arm and then drops a bomb on both of like all of that stuff. It's like they made advancements on these movies. Yeah. And they've, again, they've earned it. Yeah. You know? And I can even see that when you look at Iron Man 1 Mm -hmm. and you look at what they've done with those, like the special effects from that, and you see what they've done now, Mm -hmm. you've seen that they've they've actually gotten better at making these movies. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. They've gotten better at, how how are we going to make this suit come to life? How are we going to use that? How would Anthony, so if he has this, how would he use that to to handle this and handle that? and even like Scarlet Witch, we get to see her powers. We get to see like what role everybody has a role to play. It's definitely a situation where, you know, we can do more together than we can separately. Yeah. That's the thing that I liked watching is I liked watching these heroes help one another when Scarlet Witch boosts Captain America up so he can jump through the window. I like the fact that they straight up say like, just like, just like we practiced, you know, that they, they talk as if they're a team. They're coordinated as a team. Yes. It's believable that they are working together. They they have experience. They need each other in mm-hmm. order to do certain things. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm like, yeah. I really felt that. So when they start drawing apart from one another because of the conflict, right. you start realizing like, okay, I, I understand how this hurts. Mm-hmm. I understand how this hurts you on a personal level because these are your friends. These yeah. are people like you. But also... Tactically speaking, now you don't have those skill sets that complement yours. Right, right. How'd you feel about crossbones? I like crossbones. I like seeing crossbones. As a longtime Captain America super fan, I'm really excited to see Cap's bad guys. Mm-hmm. So I was very excited to see um, Zola in Winter Soldier. I was very excited to see uh, Zemo, even if it was just by name. Like mm-hmm. Baron Zemo is not the same Zemo as we know from the comics in the movie. Zemo is a very different way. I understand right. why they've made it yeah. that way, but it's fun to see Zemo. It was fun to see Batrock in, in winter soldier mm-hmm. and crossbones is classic. I mean, crossbones is responsible for a lot of mayhem in the civil war comic. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can necessarily get rid of him entirely. Yeah. I liked seeing him. His suit looked cool. Although I did, I have to admit 
I laughed my ass off when he takes one mask off. And he's wearing his second mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, he let, me, the, the, let me take this mask off. Oh, surprise. Double mask. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's about style for him. Yeah. And it's about having the look. Yeah. So during this fight scene, you know, everybody's thrashing everybody. Um, Black Widow's doing her thing. Yeah. You know, Falcon and Red Wing and like so they're I mean they're just going ham sandwich they're 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 doing everything mm-hmm. everything that you want to see and then you know even that fight scene between Captain America and Crossbones it's like yeah, yeah Cap's gonna take this guy yeah the dope thing was when Crossbones goes I'm taking you oh before I get that where he throws the bomb on the on the shield and he has Cap has to throw the shield away yeah like that that's the like. Give it oh, like man. give an award to the people who did these action scenes. Yeah. Like give them a raise. Yeah. Like I'm sure they're gonna be getting called on for way, way, way more stuff. There's anyway. something so exciting just watching Cap use his shield. Like when he's pinging it against different walls mm-hmm. and he's smacking people in the head. There's something so exciting seeing him proficiently use that shield. Yes. It's so fun to watch. But what I was gonna say is I didn't see the bomb coming. Yeah. Didn't yeah, he see would the have bomb that coming. on him. Yeah. yeah. And then they, so, they would have to panic. We were like, well, I don't know how yeah. to deal so, with this. So when he hits the bomb, I'm in the theater like, <gasps> you know, because like they like they actually, again, they earned the <gasps> from me. It wasn't like, oh, I know what's going to happen. I was like, I don't know what's Cap going to do. Like, yeah. I mean, how are you going to deal with this? And to see Natasha come through, not Natasha, um, but uh, Wanda. Uh, Wanda come through. Let's use let's use the character name. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet okay, Witch come well, through. Well, for the record, let's just clear this up. They don't call wanda scarlet witch at any time in this movie right true. and i think that has to do with the whole x-men property cinematic licensing because she's in an x-men she's the daughter of magneto mm-hmm, they got to mm-hmm. do a lot of uh, like they jump through a lot of hoops to make sure that they don't have relations right to that right so they never call her scarlet witch for some reason they always call her Wanda, but look, mm-hmm. this is Scarlet Witch. Yeah. It's, it's Scarlet Witch. So when Wanda comes through and like contains it, yeah, I had a ah, uh, you know. So I go from <gasps> to ah, uh, but then, also like watching Crossbones just burn alive. Yeah. So there was a lot like that. They're doing Ooh. this stuff. Like they're actually showing. Yeah. Oh. So when so when she shoots it up and she blows up part of the building, it took me a second to catch up. Yeah. And kind of go wait. Wait, what just happened? Yeah. Because I didn't digest that. Wait, there are people in that building. Yeah. And how did you feel about kind of like seeing that portrayed in a movie? Because we've seen lots of damage happen in other movies, Mm -hmm. other Marvel movies. We've cracked jokes about it. Like even the Incredible Hulk commercial with Ant-Man where he's with the the, the, like Diet Coke. So I'm like, this dude's destroying New York (laughs) over a mini soda. Like somebody's going to have to be held accountable for this. Yes. You yeah. know? So how did you feel about like that kind of situation? I, I've, I'm happy that they handled it in the way they handled it because prior to this movie, what we've seen is one of two things, blatant disregard for human life. Let's say in a movie like man of steel or before man of steel happened and everybody was like, yo, how's Superman just going to raise all of metropolis and kill lots of people. I know this is a different movie in different universe, but I think that movie was sort of a tipping point where people realized like a thwipping point, a thwipping point. Thank you. Thwip. <laughs> I, I think that was sort of a tipping point where people were realizing, yo, you can't just not address that yeah. in a movie. We can't have wanton destruction without anyone addressing 
civilian casualties. Comic books get away with it. Cartoons get away with it. But if we're creating a universe where we're supposed to take these characters seriously, then we're going to have to address this. So we, we have one of two ways. That's one is just disregarding it entirely. We don't even talk about it. A building blows up, falls down. Nobody, nobody was in it. Nobody. Yeah. Let's not even worry about it. The second way is after man of steel, where every movie seemed to be saying like, yo, let's make sure we fight in a place that's completely abandoned. So we don't hurt nobody. Right. Which both of those are not appropriate, not realistic. And yeah. I understand. Okay. I see how you were addressing the situation. Uh, Batman V Superman did this where they said, don't worry. It's deserted. This is a deserted little Island off of the coast of, Gotham or Metropolis or whatever. Right, right. Like, don't don't even worry about it. And Avengers 2 did this. The Age of Voltron. They did this where they were making sure to find a construction yeah, like, zone. Like, get people out of there. Get them out. Get them out. Yeah. So, it's either blatant disregard for human life or let's make sure we fight in a place where no one can be affected. Mm-hmm. Neither of those things are realistic. Mm-hmm. Neither of them. They're, they're both extremes. Mm-hmm. I was really happy to see a movie courageously take on collateral damage lean right into and it, and just say straight up people died yes. who should not have died yes kids families yeah people who were good people mm-hmm. they were in the line of fire and now we need to figure out in this equation was it worth it right and that puts some stress on no doubt it puts stress on the characters one of the things i was most impressed by is Robert Downey Jr.'s um, portrayal of Tony Stark in this, he looked like a man who was under pressure. And he was doing things that he didn't necessarily want to do. And he had a sh- like really short temper. And he was just crushed under the weight of, well, I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. And I, it looked like he was weathering that storm. Mm-hmm. And I was impressed by that. And all of that is because they handled the consequences of their being vigilantes very well. I enjoyed that aspect. What about you? I mean, did you, did you find it to be the same way? Were you satisfied in the way that they did that? Well, I thought that them actually addressing the situation the way they did really showed me what good storytelling can do, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm because part of my whole thing, and you know, I've heard a lot of people, well, I don't want to compare this to Batman v Superman. I am. It's sort of, it's it's inevitable. Like, this is what we do. It's inevitable. Like we're talking about, how people do things. And that's how things go. Like I thought that Batman be Superman addressed it and used that conflict to create a real situation. Uh, Here's why Batman or Bruce Wayne would have a beef with Superman go, yo, you create all this damage and not seeing eye to eye, but seeing Marvel do it. I'm like, Oh, you guys did it better. There it is. You got that. That's it. Like, it's almost like, not like I want to take away my praise from Batman v Superman, but it's like, I want to give an extra amount of praise to the way they attack that story and go, we're going to build real conflict. I bought it. Yeah. I understood why Captain America well, even first, why Iron Man has the beef. Somebody's yeah. mom walks up to you and smacks you in the chest with a photo and go, you killed my son. Yeah. You're not going to go, la-ti-da. You're going to go, oh. And you just dealt with the pepper pot situation. Yeah. He was you know low. what I'm saying? And, that they, you know, when he's he, there in uh, the Avengers Tower and or on that campus where they're all chilling out, and Tony says, you know, hey, this is a picture of this kid yeah. that we killed. Yeah. While we were out there kicking ass, mm-hmm. looking cool. Yeah. And he's got that whole feeling like, 
you know, hey, let's remind ourselves. We're zipping around looking awesome, and real people are getting killed. Yeah. Look, I know I'm, I'm saying real people are getting killed. This is a movie. No, but, but like they, real people within, in the story. Yeah, within the universe, within this, they, they handled that. I feel like they handled that so well. Um, this skips way, way, way ahead, but I'm curious how you feel about the resolution. You know, we have Iron Man and his squad who believe in the registration. And then we have Captain America and his squad who do not want to sign the accords. How do you feel about the resolution between the two of them? Well, let's, before we jump into that, let's clarify what that is. So ultimately what we see from that situation that happened, yeah. um, the whole world's going, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Who are these people? Cause you got to think about it. You have to be held accountable. And And this is what I like. This is what I like about, taking these comics seriously there is a girl who can move stuff with her mind yeah i already don't trust you like uh, (laughs) young metro doesn't trust you future's ready to shoot you like Uh there's a guy who's dressed up in a american flag with a shield there's a guy who has like hawk wings there's yeah. a big giant green monster there's a thunder god with a hammer yo there's an and, they're, android. and they're not even like they're missing hulk and thor being missing from the the the, the movie mm-hmm. was really interesting to me right when the secretary of defense says i misplaced two 30 ton mega nukes or, or 30 megaton nukes and I feel like somebody would hold me accountable. That brings the point home like, mm-hmm. very well. Like, okay. there's no arguing with that. Yeah. That's great writing. Yeah. Because, like, if you're sitting there going, well, I don't agree. And it's like, because you're, because in saying I don't agree, you're siding with a good guy. Yeah. You know, yep. you're siding with a good guy. And then this guy makes a point that makes you have to go, hey, good guy, I love you, but he's right. Yeah, I'm just... Like, him be- I can't argue with that. That's great reasoning. There's no yeah, but. Like, there's no. nothing to say back to that. Yeah. Because it's true. Like, if you really think about it, and you go, General such and such, where are those warheads? Uh, I don't know. I just... I'm, but you gotta trust them. You gotta trust those guys, because they're yeah. good guys. It's like, no! Like, you, the, the world would not embrace them yeah they wouldn't be like at a boy you know there's going to be group people who hate them group people who love them and there's going to be group people who are kind of indifferent yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so if and when one of those people do something that kills loads of people of course the world's gonna go yo mm-hmm. hold up wait a minute stop this can't go down mm-hmm. who are these people mm-hmm. I don't even know who they are. I don't know what their agenda is. Do we trust politicians? No. Mm-hmm. Do we trust cops? No. Do we trust principals and bosses? No. Are you going to trust a freaking super soldier? Yeah. No, you're not going to trust them. Yeah. Because the difference between a good guy and a, a super superhuman, I mean, a super villain, a super um, hero is what they do with their powers. Yes. So at the end of the day, you have to, I don't know you. So I like, I, I understand why the world would come around and go, we got to come up with some sort of like compromise here. We you can't just be running around unchecked. We appreciate what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we like, we, we thank you for New York. We thank you for Harlem. We thank you for Sokovia. You know what I mean? We appreciate all that. Yeah. And at the same time, let's reel this thing in here. And that's the crux of the accords. And and the reason that as soon as they're presented, you know, I'm immediately thinking, okay, I get it. 
I understand why this protocol is necessary. I also understand that no one necessarily wants to introduce this, mm-hmm. but we have to do this. Yes. We need to have some system of checks and balances. And that is Tony Stark's perspective. And as soon as Steve Rogers says, wait. Because before you jump into that, I was like, I get it. Yeah. You know? like yeah, I get it, too. I get it. Uh-huh. I understand. I, and, you know, the way I am naturally, if someone were to... Pre- I'm thinking, what would I do if someone presented that to me? Yeah. First thing I'd do is start thinking. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily agree or disagree. I'd kind of go, okay, okay, tell me more. Okay, you know? And as, you know, whatever the guy's name is was the, with the mustache. Was, the Secretary of Defense. Yeah, as he's making his point, it's like, man, his point is solid. Like, yeah. There's no art. Like to me, I'm like, there's no argument. There's no, nothing. There's nothing you can say. And then when Cap comes in with, yeah, but it's just shifting the blame. Yeah, exactly. We're just shifting the blame now. And hypothetical situation. What if they tell us that they want us to go and fix a situation that we don't believe should be intervened? Okay. With? And what if we find a, a situation that we know we need to fix mm-hmm. and they don't give us permission to go right. And do it? Now they're regulating our ability. Mm-hmm. Now we don't have the ability to choose. Yes. And when he talks to, to Tony and Tony says, look, Cap, I realized that my weapons were getting in the wrong hands. You know what I did? I got rid of my weapons. And Steve turns around and says, Tony, you had the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. You chose to do that. Right. They didn't, nobody, signed, took, nobody took them from you. No, nah, we signed these accords and you don't have that option anymore. Right. You're not making that decision for yourself. So both sides competent. And the thing that I like more than anything else is here are these friends, these allies sitting down and trying to hash this out. And that's real. That's real. That, and that's what I loved. I'm like, this is so real because we talk about this before. We're all bad guys. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there is no good guy here. Captain yeah. team caps. Aren't the good guys and team Iron Man aren't the bad guys. It's like, situationally everybody thinks they're doing the right thing and i love that because that's the world when you argue with your significant other you're not arguing because (laughs) how can i like no you're not doing that you think you're right yeah that's all and even jumping ahead to spider-man what did he tell you he said that you think you're right but you're wrong and that's dangerous yep you know and it's like you even see a little kid getting wrapped up in like well, my old head told me you're wrong, so I'm riding with I'm just, him. I'm going to go with it. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't really know myself. And you see like that kind of youthful being able to be swayed back and forth because you're not as seasoned. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I really do love that there was no clear good guy. Yeah. And here's my issue. Did we resolve anything? So that's why I wanted to know how you feel about the resolution. Because from my perspective... <laughs> Ain't nobody went home a winner. Nobody went home a winner. Everybody got messed up in their own way. Yeah. No one got exactly what it is that they wanted. And here we are. We just, we're going to have to continue navigating this struggle, period. Right. And the best possible scenario is, you know, we're, we're skipping way ahead and we'll, we'll come back to the meat in between. But, you know, you, you get a letter of apology from Captain America and you get a burner. He sends him a flip phone burner. Straight from the wire. Yeah, he sends him a burner, okay, that clamshell. And he says, if you really, really, really need me, I trust you to not come after me and put me down. I'm telling you, I am loyal to you. But right now, you know, you and I don't agree. 
And this is, this is where we are. Mm -hmm. And he gives, he puts that authority in the hands of his friend. And he says, if you really think this is the way that it's got to go down, then I'm giving you the ability to choose that. But in the meantime, I'm going to do my own thing. And I'm probably going to be, once he says, uh, he says, um, locks can be replaced. Mm -hmm. He's busting everybody out of the raft super prison, right? Locks can be replaced. But look, if you need me, this is, you, you know how to get a hold of me. Yeah. Which, by the way, like, where'd you buy that phone, Steve? You go to a uh, cricket. He went to the poppy store. He, he went, went to the bodega and got a, a Nextel joint. Yeah, he just, he just, he or legitimately got a burner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if put you some minutes on the garden. Yeah, he put some minutes on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, he had, and he's like, "Yo, <laughs> like, pass this on over." Yeah, but he yeah, so went I, over to Boost Mobile. Yeah, but my my, my thing card. is like, I really was like, man, I don't really, I don't really know how. I think what we're trying to move towards is this, like this ideal situation yeah. where there is this ultimate right. But I think what it really does point out is the like the inability for us to be perfect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tony's point is like, we can't be trusted. Some authority needs to be placed over us. Mm-hmm. Like Steve's point is, but what if the authority placed over us is like, the bad authority. Yeah. So I trust me, you know what I'm saying? And I'll deal with the consequences of trusting me rather in that. And I think that really represents types of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Types of human beings. And, and how do we, like when I walked away thinking like, well, how do we coexist? Because I don't see, uh, and then everybody holds hands and no. then we agree. Like no. that's not going to happen. And I like that. That's not going to happen because that's not what the world is made out of. And somehow it still managed to be satisfying. Right. Somehow they still managed to end this movie and make it feel like it was in fact conclusion like this is the conclusion Mm -hmm. even though you know nobody goes home the victor Mm -hmm. and i was impressed by that i was also impressed by the fact that they loaded this movie with so much fan service you know like i said it felt like a high five from every avenger like yo you've been waiting for this so we're going to show you everything Mm -hmm. and somehow they managed to load it with all that good stuff and it still felt balanced and cohesive yeah it made sense I'm like a whole lot. uh, Everything made every character's motivations made sense. Yeah. Even down to synthetic vision. Yeah. Like even him going, I have an equation like hit. And again, his equation logic was like, well, yeah, yeah, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even enter T'Challa, Black Panther. First of all. Oh, my God. My man. Okay, tell me how it feels to, man. first of all, see a black man superhero on the screen for the first time in a Marvel movie. Uh, and, you know, no no disrespect to Falcon, no disrespect to Rhodey mm-hmm. and War Machine, but, you know, I, I feel like Black Panther is a, is a different kind of caliber. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. What is it that makes him different? Because he's never been conquered. Um, like we talked about from the Wakandans have never been, conquered. you know, like the way they introduce King T'Chaka, yeah. who's, you know, the King of Wakanda first, mm-hmm. you know, you see that when T'Chaka starts talking, cats are like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yo, they mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like th- we have to address this yeah. because the whole reason why this is going down is like, yo, you kill Wakandans. We ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> like yeah. y- y'all don't know whole way with hold up. Wait a second. Yeah. Like, we're not doing this. And even to see after, you know, 
I was about to say, like, it's like, you know, RIP to King T'Chaka. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like King T'Chaka is killed in that explosion. Yeah. You see T'Challa, his son, go like, yo, like I'm, it's, it's, it's like, what's different is there is this independence. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. He's okay. independent. He's not War bound. Machine is Iron Man's, you know, buddy. And he's also bound to like the government. Yeah. We see, you know, Anthony Mackie, he's, you know, he's bound Captain to Steve. America's, he's bound. The Wakandans stand alone. Yeah. They must be dealt with. They must be answered to. Yeah. And they have no master. They have nobody. You answer to them. Yeah. And it's like T'Challa didn't ask anybody, oh, is it okay if, like, don't worry, Miss Romanoff, I'll kill him myself. Yep. You know, and Ms. Romanoff was like, uh, oh, as yeah, oh <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and when he, when he's when T'Challa is talking to Stephen, he says, "You tell me, as a warrior and as a king, how do you think your friend is going to be safe from me?" Yeah, like you, t- oh. you, you, you take you take T'Challa very. He is very different. Yeah, and you understand, at least for me, everything he's doing, he is doing by choice yeah he chooses to he has no master he has no one he has to answer to even when he like we had the amazing chase scene yeah the, the car chase scene was unbelievable yo first of all just watching yeah uh, those for, watching uh bucky and steve and but black panther run past cars jump on top of cars they're yeah. like launching themselves all over the place listen that whole that whole scuffle while uh bucky is on the motorcycle yo bucky snatched my dude's motorcycle <laughs> in motion <laughs> jumped up in the air landed around. on it <clears throat> and then pulled off yeah you see t'challa running and jumping and pouncing on stuff he's like he's, he's like running alongside the wall as he's trying to drag him against the ground bucky's metal arm is scraping against the ground it, as it's some of the greatest like action sequences you actually see vibranium at work yeah you know what i mean you see like him get shot by a helicopter and just look up like he just turns around nah, what you, son, come on what do you got the wrong one what are you doing I ain't, I ain't the one you know what i mean and the car flips, Cap runs out, out of the comes car. running out of the, I'm just like, <laughs> didn't oh. even skip a beat. It's like, Bruh. oh my, no, man. oh my goodness. But even then, right. My whole point in all that being said is you see T'Challa go, okay, I'm done now. Yeah. He was, he wasn't taken. Yeah. He said, all right. I'm finished. And he takes his mask off. Yeah. He, he, he has no qualms. He wants you to know exactly. Yeah, it was me. I, like, to. we know what, it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So even when he goes into the, to the, like, it's all on his terms. So to answer your question, that's what's different. Yeah. That's what's different. He's a different type of character. He demands respect. He is a king. Like, yeah. even you see Rhodey, your highness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so... And, and, and nobody can mess with him physically. Yeah. Like physically with the suit on, without the suit on. Like there's nobody who could like contend with him. Let's, all right, let's talk about Chadwick Boseman for a second. Uh, you and I both expressed a little bit of concern in the last time we saw Chadwick Boseman, his, his major motion picture debut for me, because I hadn't seen him prior to this, uh, his accent in the movie Gods of Egypt. With freaking terror. As Thoth. His uh, accent in that was so bad. So how did you feel about his Wakandan? 
It was excellent. Yeah, right? It was, it that, was that was the first excellent. time we ever First heard thing Wakanda. I was like, I was like, please be good. Yeah. <laughs> please be good. Like, I mean, I just want, because I was like, you have to, you have to get this accent. Yeah. Like, you gotta do this right. Yeah. And it was, it was excellent. It felt right. It was excellent. Like it, 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 just felt, it felt genuine. Good. It felt right. Yeah. You know, I mean, even his presence in a suit. Or in the in the in the costume, yeah, you know, fighting with the suit on, fighting without the costume, you know, without the suit on, it was all great. Did we meet uh, Shuri, his sister? Do you think that was her? I don't know if that's his sister. I think that's one of the guards. Okay, yeah, He'd like she was like move or be moved. I liked that. He's like, I said that they did. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I think that was one of the guards. Cause yeah, because I think his uh, the the royal guards he has, I think they're they're bald. Yeah, so I believe I so. But I, there, there was this moment when I was thinking, like, yo, is that? Because when she walks up, you immediately are like, who is that? Yeah, like what? Who is this character? Because uh-huh. it wasn't just like, oh, she's an extra, or she. No, she was very clearly somebody that you need to be paying attention to. Yeah, and the way she rolled up again, like I love the way the Wakanda, the Wakanda. And listen, man, as a black person, you know, you know the history. Yeah, of being black in America. Yeah. So to see a, I mean, to see a black woman walk up to a white woman and go move, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna move you. Yeah. You know what I mean? She don't she don't care who you are. Like she's not worried. Yeah. And T'Challa being like, listen, like, oh, uh, uh, I don't think we've met. You yeah. know, I'm I'm uh I'm uh what's his name? Hawkeye? Uh Clint. Clint, Clint he goes, Martin. He goes, yeah. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. like this dude is like That's just like Clint is like, oh yay, look, all of us are buddies around here. I know we're going through some stuff right now, but hey. I just want, I want to say hello. I'm Clint. I don't care. No, nah, he shoots him with the two <laughs> arrows. They blow up in his face and he moves his head real quick. Like, you know, Augusta, went, like he got sand in his eye. I mean, I'm just like, so I can keep going on and on and on Black Panther, by Black Panther. Uh, how about uh, now that it's, since we're talking about Wakanda anyway, one of the, the scenes at the very, very end of the movie after the credits, we actually get to see Wakanda. I mean, the country. You, you see, you see. Black people just looking like they're being technologically amazing. Yeah. Shoulder shrug. Yeah. Shoulder shrug. No big deal. Nothing special. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know, like they're about to cryo freeze Bucky. It's like nothing. It's no. like it, this is just what we do at Wakanda. I'm like, am I somehow like Wakandan? Like yeah. I just want like have Wakandan <laughs> blood in me. Yeah. It just made me proud again. Proud, just proud to be black. I have never really been special. I have never in my life been so excited to see the landscape of a place. Yes, because it's, it's beautiful, out and it's just like you know, uh, like a jungle, like deep green, and the waterfalls, and, 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 the, and the technology at and the, the same technology. time. So it's not like one or the other. So yeah. I don't even think I even know what that looks like in my head. Yeah, I don't know what it looks like to have jungle and waterfalls and beauty and the most money out of anybody and yeah. the most technical te- technical advancement and the you know highest valued element in vibranium yeah. all at the same time like yeah. i just i'm like mr cooler get us there one of my favorite things about this movie was the narrative arc for t'challa and he starts on a mission of vengeance yes Strict vengeance. Yes. The person who killed my dad, I am going to kill him. His choice. That's it. 
And over the course of the movie, we see him pursue that. Mm -hmm. And we also see him decide things are different once he gets to uh, a point where he has a little perspective and he sees what vengeance does to the people around him. And I love the fact that, again, he's making his own decisions. He's like, I'm setting out on, you know what? I'm looking at how these clowns are acting. Yeah. And I see my, how my father has done. Yeah. And I'm not my father. So I'm looking at like, what can we be expecting from the Black Panther movie? Because remember, T'Chaka was king. Yeah. Before all this happened. Now T'Challa's king. Mm-hmm. You know, so Wakanda's used to running a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know, now how's T'Challa going to run it? Yeah. You know, how is he going to deal with having Bucky in Wakanda now. So yeah. what kind of beef is that going to create between Wakanda and America? Cause yeah. again, Wakanda unconquered, right? Like you're not going to just roll up in Wakanda talking about hand them over. Like that's like, that's, that's not going to happen. Right. No, you no. know? So I love the fact, even like you're saying, like he has an arc where he's like, I've decided I'm going to do this. And he goes, you know what? I've learned from watching other people. Yeah. And I've decided this is not the right way. And as a king, being able to have that ability to determine yeah. to do something and to determine my first mind, my first decision wasn't right. I changed my mind. That's what a king can do. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also appreciate the fact that his decision to no longer settle with just vengeance, right? Like at any point in time, he he could have just straight up killed Bucky as soon as he's got him at the end of the movie. Yeah. You know, he could have just killed Bucky. But it, it, in his decision to not pursue vengeance, I think what he reveals is maybe a really important core of the movie is there are no easy answers. Yeah. Like the Zemo, the villain of this film mm-hmm. is pursuing vengeance. I, I, I want vengeance on vengeance behalf of my like, family. Like the, the, you know, main motivator for everything that's going on in this movie. Yeah. And Tony Stark, he wants vengeance for what Bucky did to his parents. By the way, dog, I didn't see that coming. Yo, that hurt. Yo, that hurt. And, and, and it gets to a point when we have T'Challa looking at the chaos that is being born by from people trying to find an easy answer, mm-hmm. a shortcut mm-hmm. to make themselves feel better mm-hmm. and realizing, mm, no, no, doesn't, yeah. it does not work that way. And it's interesting that, again, the black, the black character is the one who goes, y'all acting stupid. Yeah. This ain't the way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like... Th- like he's the smartest, yeah. most level-headed, most powerful, most rich, like out of all he the, he has the most out of it. and you know what I'm saying? And yeah. the way he act, the way he responds is like you know what? This isn't it. This is not the way. I yeah. don't know that I have the way, yeah. but th- I know this what y'all are doing. This is not the way. Yeah. You and know? for some reason, like somehow this, this movie that is all could potentially be all doom and gloom. Let's keep in mind that this is a movie based on a comic by Mark Millar. Mm-hmm. And Mark Millar writes real messed up, like no hope, only suffering kind of comics. Mm-hmm. And somehow this movie ends with this, this resonant feeling of there's a better way. There is hope. There can be optimism. And I think what it ultimately concludes is is it's going to take for all of us to work together. Exactly. It's not going to be necessarily, this is the right way, everybody get in line. Yeah. Because when you have powerful people, it's not going to work. Yeah. 
It's not going to work. Yeah. You're not going to just run up on her. Everybody shut up. I'm in charge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but even if you look at, and I wonder how that, because we haven't really seen how it's going to flesh itself out, but I think we're going to deal with that in Black Panther. Because in, in Black Panther, T'Challa is the king. There yeah. is no debate. Right. I say that's what it is. So what do you do when you have an environment in a community where we don't agree with the king? Because yeah. ain't no, it doesn't work like that over here. Mm-hmm. So there's benefits, but then there's also challenges too. Mm-hmm. You know, what if your whole country and your whole community turns against you what if they don't like you housing bucky here then how do you do what you know right? what it like now t'challa look what you've brought on us did yeah. i just write the movie like what <laughs> look what you've brought hey, on oh yo ryan coogler real quick thank you very much for tuning in appreciate your five stars and positive comment if you're listening right now you're going to want to rewind that because we just got we have a screenplay coming for you yeah yeah but what if, like, what if that's the situation? Well, like, what if that is part of the conflict? Yeah. It's going to be interesting in two years if this is what the movie turns out to be. But, you know, it's like, we love T'Chaka. Everything was great. Yeah. Now you're over here. You're housing this guy who killed, you know, who did this and that. You're bringing all of this terror on our country and on our community all because of the decisions that you made as king. Yeah. So now maybe you shouldn't be king anymore. Like, it's going to be very interesting. It's yeah. going to be interesting to see how that turns out. We're talking a lot about Black Panther. We should spend a little time on some of the other characters that were very exciting. How about in the movie? Your man, Spider-Man. My man, Spider-Man. Uh, how do you feel about Spider-Man in this flick? I think it's the best incarnation of Spider-Man. Perfect! He's perfect. That we have seen. He is perfect. Even with uh, Marissa Tomei. Hot, hot, beautiful, wonderful, oh my God, so hot, Aunt May, uh, which they addressed brilliantly, as far as I'm concerned, when Tony Stark is hitting on her and she says, hey, look. They come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, we come in all shapes and sizes. I don't know what your beef is. Yeah. That, uh, I'm pretty sure that's so addressing, addressing that's the, the community. That is addressing us. Yeah, yeah, that is addressing the community. Yeah. I was so excited to see Peter Parker, a kid, who is so damn smart and plucky and new to the scene and every line of dialogue that he, he stole the show. He and black Panther just steal the show all day long. Agreed. I, hey kid, I don't know if this is your first fight. There's usually not this much talking. Oh, Hey, sorry. My bad. Oh, um, my bad. So basically what I'm going to do is, you know what I mean? Like oh, that's gosh. Spider-Man. And it's like, I didn't know that I had never met Spider-Man cinematically before yeah. until I met him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right now. This it's is like, him. okay, that's him. These other guys, we appreciate you. Thank you for five stars and a positive comment. However, comma, this is Spider-Man. This is Spider-Man. You know? And it's not like, you know, you only have what you have because of who came before you. So there's yeah. no disrespect to Tobey Maguire. No disrespect for Andrew, Andrew Garfield. <clears throat> is it Garfield? Garfield, yeah. Yeah, no disrespect to those guys because we appreciated those movies. And, you know, this is all still stuff. But Tom Holland is blazing. Even as Peter Parker, like... You 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 buy it. Yeah. You buy it in the 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 conversation of like, you know, my sense has been dialed up to eleven. Yo, that was really great. Like that that was an awesome uh, uh, design apologetics. Why why do his eyes open up and close? The aperture kind of thing. Yeah. Why do they have that kind of aperture effect? Why was he wearing those little goggles? That that tiny explanation. Look, when whatever happened happened to me. My my senses are dialed up to eleven, so it just becomes a little hard to yeah, focus. Yeah, I need to I need to like take away some mm. stuff so I can mm-hmm. focus on what I'm mm-hmm. doing. I get I read you. I that get makes that. sense. And you know what? That's enough of an explanation. Moving on. Yeah. Like, hey, this tensile strength on this webbing. How'd you? I made it. Done. Moving on. Yeah. 
Yo, know? everybody else, take a seat and take notes. We don't need to go through the origin story to make this character incredible. Right. We did not need to go through the entire, I got bit. At no point in time does he say, well, whatever happened, bit. happened to me. Got that it. Was it. Bam. Okay, cool. Let's, let's move. I was, I was so excited to see just the moment we go to Queens. As yeah. soon as we see New York and it says Queens, I'm like, Oh, here we go. Here mm-hmm. we go. Here we go. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. And then pulling him into the airport fight scene. And that's the only Spider-Man time we get. Right. And you got to imagine this kid is just getting flung right into some business that he has no, no idea yes. of the scope of what's happening here. He just knows Iron Man just showed up, made me a custom suit and says, I need your help. And you know, what's so, yeah, you go. You know, it's really dope. The fact that you really buy that he's a kid yeah. who has these powers. And that's what Spider-Man is from when you read it. Hey, I'm still a kid. Yeah. Like I'm not an adult now because yeah. I have these powers. I'm a child I'm a teenage child navigating my way and all of the the good and bad that comes with that. Like, for example, will you shut up, please? Yeah. Like, shut up. You're talking way too much. It's very Spider-Man in the comics where he's just like so mouthy. You know, but you still have these powers. So great way. And they communicated things without going, you know, all right, here's what happened. Here's what's going on. He has the power of so-and-so and blah, 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 blah. You know how they communicate how strong he was? Every single character that we've seen thus far has a terrible time with the Winter Soldier's left arm. Yeah. He, he goes to punch Spider-Man. Him. Dude, you have a middle arm? That's awesome. And it just and you see Winter Soldier go, what is going on right yeah. now? You know what I mean? Like, he just caught it and he looked like a little kid. Like, my, wow, that's, that's fantastic. That's so dope. Yeah. And it was just like, it communicates, yo, this dude is really strong. Even there's just a little Easter egg of other characters looking at Spider-Man and being like, what the hell is this guy? Yeah. And uh, Anthony Mackie saying, man, everybody's got a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, just that little like, oh, yeah, this guy who's been around forever and ever and ever. This is us reacting to him right now. Man, everybody's got a thing. Yeah. I'm the bird costume guy. Right. This is the spider guy. Right. Here's the cat guy. Mm-hmm. I love that. They, that they're able to poke fun at themselves and never take away from the stakes of the movie. Mm -hmm. Here's something that you can enjoy for a real long time. Watch these guys fight, go toe to toe. Somehow it really means something, even though once it's all said and done, vision like flies over to Wanda and says, Hey, are we still cool? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry too. Yeah. You know, like, it still means something. Mm-hmm. It, it, we didn't have to kill each other. We didn't have to smash each other's faces in. Yeah. Man. Big, uh, another big character that was fantastic. Ant-Man, a.k.a. Giant Man. Uh-huh. Giant Man. Scott Lang. Yeah. Hold on. I got something big. I, I do this all the time. Well, actually, I only did this one time in a laboratory, and I passed out. And if I tear myself in half, it's <laughs> like, yeah. what? And I love, He's going to tear himself in half. Yeah. Winter Soldier <laughs> oh listening gosh. to it, like, what is this cat <laughs> talking about? Oh, man. And, and, like, again, you you get the fact that they're together, but they're not experienced yeah. together. Yeah. You know? And even when, you know, Giant Man becomes giant, it even blew him away. He was yeah. like, yo, yeah, I can't believe it, it worked. <laughs> Like all of that was all of that was Scott Lang is geeking out over meeting the other Avengers. He always says Captain America. Like he's there's no cool, right? Mm-hmm. There's no smooth in the way that he addresses. You, you sure thing, Captain America. 
you know? And when, as soon as he gets out of the van, he's like, oh, oh, God, wow, Captain America, I know you. Oh, I know you too. You're great. You know, the way he geeks over being around those other characters, yeah. it, it just feels right. Yeah, yeah. It feels right. How about the Spider-Man versus uh, Giant Man scene? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you remember that really old movie? What was it? Empire Strikes Back, where they're on the snow planet? And yeah. they, they're wrapping up that like walking. I love. I thought that was a great, excellent. I thought that was really, really good. And all the other characters are like, "Yo, how old is this kid?" But again, you know, it's like that little kid logic. <laughs> it's like it's little kid logic. It wasn't like, "Hey, I have this tr- strategy, and what we're gonna do is it's like, oh." I saw this movie once. I wonder if that'll work. I'll yeah. try it. Yeah. You know, like, and this is also this is a gift to the fans in that who know that Disney, Disney owns, owns Marvel and Star Wars, and you know we we get to have those things get referenced to one another, mm-hmm. and it feels good to have that stuff. Even just a wink at the other franchise is really nice. Yeah, man, alive that that whole airport scene was just wall to wall excitement. I'm so happy. One of the best fight scenes I've seen in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I when I'm when I think about this movie and when I was thinking about how you and I are going to talk about it, I just have this laundry list of all of the parts that made me so damn happy. Like every little part, the little gags when Bucky is in the back of their getaway car and he's asking uh Sam to move his seat up. Can you move your seat up? No. Like just those little things, this yeah. is the humor, yeah. the, the, the fact that Sam Wilson resents Bucky Barnes. Yeah. Like every opportunity he has, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the, they're vying for friendship of Captain America. Mm-hmm. Sam doesn't want to be replaced with this guy who's clearly doing some nasty stuff. Right. Right. And he probably doesn't trust him all the way too, because you know, like you said, wait, this guy wakes up after doing all this crazy stuff. Now we're supposed to trust him. Yeah. Does young Bedro trust them? No, certainly not. Yeah. Uh, Peggy Carter's funeral. Unfortunate. That hit me. Yeah. Uh, watching Captain America cry. That hit me. That's rough. Black Widow showing up just to just to say, Steve, I didn't want you to go through this by yourself. Right. Even though whatever's going to happen right now, we disagree with each other. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want you to go through. And this that's by a yourself. good. That, and that's and that's dope for like you know when you're you can disagree with your friend, but when your friend needs you. You need to be there to love on that person. Yeah. Even if you don't agree. Like that takes maturity. It takes maturity for Black Widow to be able to go, I know you needed someone. Was there anything in this movie that surprised you? Like something that you you didn't see coming? I would definitely say the last part when they went to, you know, um where the where the, the other winter soldiers were. Oh yeah. I just, well, hell, the fact that there were other winter soldiers, I was like, huh? I just I just knew that we were about to have a Bucky and Iron Man and Captain Showdown. America fight versus five other Winter Soldiers. Yeah. Like, that's that's just what I thought was going to happen. Same. And then when he started rolling the tape, and it was, the, I was like, oh, yo, my heart stopped. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No. Yeah. Iron Man, what is this? You know? Yeah. And it's just like... And then finding out that, that Steve knew and kept it a secret. That was... And that was oh. the... And you know what? That was the part that I think really hurt him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Tony was really hurt because he was like... Because you notice it wasn't like, is this real? The first thing out of his mouth is, did you know? Did you know? 
because you've been so occupied with finding this this friend of yours. Did you know about this? And you didn't. You weren't a friend to me. I could see. I could see that setting me off. Yeah. Because if we're supposed to be friends, argue like not like each other, whatever. But we're Avengers. We've been through stuff. Like we like this dude's been frozen in ice. Yeah. I've been here. Yeah. I've been with you. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had your back literally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How could you keep something like this from me? Yeah. Like that would like, I've almost been to blows with my best friend. It's, yeah. it's not happened, but we have been squared. We have been squared off. Yeah. Like somebody got to back down or somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah. So I, I get it. I, there's things that can take you there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I understand why the helmet went on. He was like, I'm going to kill this dude. Yeah. You know, I'm going to kill this dude because like, I mean, he straight up says he killed my mom. Right. Notice he didn't say he killed my dad. He didn't say his dad. And you know, what's interesting about that too is Howard Stark. He killed Martha. How? <laughs> I, I see a tweet. I see a tweet the other day when somebody says this whole thing never would have happened if their mom's been named Martha. Yeah. Never would have happened. So now let me ask you this. Are you, are you, what are we going to say first of all? What I was going to say is Howard Stark was a friend to Cap as yeah. well. So like they both lost somebody. Right. Cap has had to pro- has time to process this and realize this was not Bucky Barnes. This was not my friend Bucky. Right, right, right. This wasn't him. Mm-hmm. He is a victim. This was not his doing, even though it was his hand. The product of his environment. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and it's... He, for him to say you he killed my mom he killed my mom that's hard yeah and then cap he's cap is steadfast like i can't let you kill my friend mm-hmm. that's not going to fix anything mm-hmm. and i see the blood in your eyes and you will in fact kill bucky barnes i know you will do this and seeing captain america lose his cool and wail on tony stark and smash his arc reactor that was. I rough. thought he was going to kill him. I, I thought so too. And it, that that moment, second time I watched it, I really caught that moment right there, where Steve has his shield up in the air, and Tony is just guarding his Covers face. Covers his face because like, you know, Don't like that it. that moment, that fight scene wasn't just a great fight scene, but it was a great payoff. Yeah, like you earned every bit of this. Yeah, every single bit. Not like I mean. Through Guardians of the Galaxy, through Ant Man, through Thor, like all of this has in common. Every Iron Man movie, like you earned our emotions and yeah. our connectivity to seeing Steve Rogers raise up the shield, and you go, "Oh my gosh, he's gonna kill him!" You he know what I mean? Like, and like Tony believe, and that's the thing because you can see in Tony's eyes, he's like, "Yo, he's gonna kill me!" Like yeah. he he believed it. He mm-hmm. thought he was done. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think. Like, cause if you've ever fought with your, with your buddies or your friends or significant others, you can fight in a way that goes, I want you to be scared of the fact that I'll do something to you, but I really have no intention. I really have no intention of doing it. Yeah. And I think both of them were playing chicken. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, like, get out of my way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kill you. I'm not going to really kill you, but they were playing. So, but I think like Steve won the game of chicken because he was like, Tony bought like, yo, this guy is really going to kill me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And even then, you know, Steve won that game of chicken, but it, you know, he, he quit. He dropped his shield. Yeah. Cause he didn't really want to kill him. Right. Exactly. So he's, you know, his win was far from a feeling of success. You know, I have right. to imagine he's walking out of there thinking 
I just scared myself. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I'm done. I think a part of him even believed that he was gonna do it. Cause he meant he went yeah. for the arc reactor. You know why he did it. He knows what he's doing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he could have killed him, but he didn't. He did enough to go, hey, stop. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Just fall back. Chill here. So what do you think that the storytellers are trying to tell us in this movie? Uh, you know, I, I think in, in this movie, there are a couple of different messages. I think one of them is a message about vengeance and it being a shortcut, it being a bandaid, it, it doesn't actually bring resolution or peace. And I was, I was excited for them to say, as far as superhero comics go, and as far as this kind of movie goes an action movie goes, there are not, there aren't simple answers to a lot of these questions. And they usher that in by way of the accords and saying, what are you going to do when someone holds you accountable for the damage that you caused? How are you going to explain that it was worth it when you were looking at a photograph of the victims who shouldn't have been involved? And unfortunately, we're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And in one, in one regard, I think it was a message on that. Like mm-hmm. there, there are not easy answers. Here. And I think that's a great question for real life. Agreed. I what absolutely you, What are you, you going to do? Is the juice worth the squeeze? And that's what the movie's about. Yeah. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Because something's going to have to get, you know, you're going to have to crack some eggs. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they use that analogy in the beginning. You're like, look, be, hey, if they, they said uh, uh, what, the woman at the elevator, right. the mother of the child right. says, um, gosh, what'd she say? Uh, they, they say something along the lines of if donation uh, or ch- being charitable having some uh, uh, correspondence connection with, to being feeling guilty. Yeah, exactly. But Hey, if you got the money, right. Crack, crack all the eggs you can. Right. Right. And she's got that, you know, she's, she's a little snarky about it. Like, yeah. look at you all rich. You're just going to pay for your uh, absolution mm-hmm. as if you can keep doing I think what, what she was doing. ultimately doing was, was, was questioning. That was very nice. What you did for those young people. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? But why'd you do it? Yeah. Are you doing that kind of your kind of say your heart, or are you doing it out of guilt? Are you doing it out of resentment? Yeah. You know, like these are <clears throat> these are not like what maybe non comic book readers who don't take this form of storytelling seriously. Yeah. This is not your stereotypical. I'm gonna punch the bad guy because I'm a good guy. Yeah. It's like they're real motivations that are real stories that are representing real people being told here. Like, what would you do if you if you had done really bad things for a good reason, and now you look back on it and go, "Dang, did I do the right thing?" Yeah, you know, and like the whole like sometimes you got to plant yourself like a tree and say, "No, you move." You move, and it's like, when 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 am I a tree? Yeah, and when am I? And it's not easy. And I love the fact that this this story makes you walk away going, sit with that for a while. Yeah, that was the other thing that I was thinking about. As far as a message of this movie goes, part of me is feeling like they're saying in, in terms of, of, in terms of life, there are no easy answers, right? Complicated questions deserve complicated answers. You, it, you need to sit and think about these things. And on another level, the second thing, as far as a message goes, is kind of meta in terms of geek culture and in terms of this style of movie. If it, it felt like the, the, People who made this movie were trying to say, yo, it doesn't always have to be straightforward. 
Yeah. The movie that we're trying to make doesn't have to be the same trip yeah. in which the bad guy gets toppled. Right. And that's all there is to it. And because in this movie, does the bad guy actually accomplishes what he set out to accomplish? I love that he line. Actually, this is the first time we've seen a villain succeed. Yep. Because yep. his whole point was, if I could tear it down from the inside. I'm just trying to take down an they empire. They can't build that back up. Yeah. You know? And look, da, 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 just to fail. He goes, did it? Yeah. Did it fail? No. Where are your Avengers? Like, on some real, like, where are your Avengers at? Yeah. Where's your team at? Where's your squad at? Yeah, they're all busted up. They're you fragmented know? now. And now that's, you know, the thing that I'm left thinking about. Maybe this is inappropriate to even jump to this, but I extrapolate out. I know we have more movies coming. I know we have the Infinity War coming with Thanos, and we're going to see the Avengers team up maybe with the Guardians and and do all that sort of thing. We'll, we'll find out more in the coming days as that takes shape. Want to find out what happens next? I Damn damn right I do want to find out what happens next. But I'm, I'm immediately thinking, how is this team going to put themselves back together yeah there's gonna have to be something big enough yeah to cause us all to have to come together because it's too big for us to take on individually yeah and i think that in in life a lot of times unfortunately that's what it takes to bring a family back together Mm -hmm. you got cousins and brothers and sisters and whatever who haven't talked for years and it takes for someone to pass away Mm mm-hmm to bring everybody back together. Yeah, you have to go through an event. Takes for some sort of strategy, tra- tra- tragedy or some sort of event. Um and it makes you want to like it makes me just want to say like man, like I don't want it to come to that. I don't want it to, I don't want the, the I don't want a Thanos event to happen in my uh-huh. life for me to have to connect with that person. Uh-huh. So listener, I know you probably didn't listen to this podcast of our <laughs> review of Captain America Civil War thinking about man, I'm going to be Pressed with, but this is how we get down to comic book junta. Yeah. Like, that's the point. This you, is the point. You don't want to, like, I mean, what is it in your life? Where are you having your, you know, Iron Man, Captain America moment? Like, yeah. where are you having your Tony Stark, Steve Rogers situation? Yeah. Like, where you at, at each other's throats and you both had legitimate points. Like, is there a way for you to come together and embrace each other's uniqueness, not force the other person to be your way? Because you don't want a Thanos moment to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want to take for a roadie situation to happen, for yeah. like to snap you out of it to go, whoa, wait a minute. Well, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. You know, and what young bulls are you influencing and drawing to your side and putting them against other good people a la Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's deep. Yeah. Comic books are deep, Adam. Yeah. Hey, look, you you don't have to convince me. I have a podcast about it. How about that? (laughs) All right. I have have one one other thing that I want to specifically ask you because Captain America is your number two. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's number two. And you are a a fan of Superman. Yeah, I, I do like Superman. Yeah. I feel like Superman in the movies hasn't been the greatest representation of what he's supposed to be. I I agree with you. I think that Captain America is the most Superman we have seen in the movies. Uh, how do you mean? Like, like, like if you, you qualify that. When you talk about Superman standing for the right... Because the thing about Superman that annoys me, maybe because I haven't read the right story, is he seems almost naive yes. and dull. Yeah. Kind of like... He doesn't, he's not aware of the stakes. Yeah. He's not aware. He's disconnected from the reality of what's going on. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, 
I'm just going to do the right thing. It's easy. Yeah. You know, and when it comes to actually dealing with um, conflict, he doesn't strike me as smart or bright or wise. Mm -hmm. He just kind of strikes me as a dumb, good guy. Yeah. Kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb muscle. Oh, well, I'm just going to hit the bad guy. Yeah. That'll make it go away. Right. But when I see Captain America, he's supposed to represent the same kind of thing. Truth, justice, the right thing, you know, being planted like a tree, looking the bad guy in the face, taking out the bullies, no matter what. Yeah. I will stand for the right thing. Yeah. You know, like that's what Superman is supposed to be. But I think that Captain America actually does a better job of being that. I agree. I, you know, I, I think the thing that I like about Superman and the thing that I like about Captain America is that they are superheroes who fight for what they believe. And I like to see Captain America face a situation in which what he believes mm-hmm. is uncertain. I and like, he, and he, he has, has to, to work on it. Yeah, he's got to work through. He's got to wrestle through. He's got to like. There's not an easy answer, no. and I'm not. And the thing about Superman is when when it's not an easy answer, Superman gets dumb. He yeah. gets, I just do what Dad said, you know, and it's like. Nah, man, you got to wrestle with this. Yeah. And I see, at least in these movies, I've seen Captain America make these hard decisions. Like, I don't know that you can necessarily, like, really make it, like, like argue that everything that Cap did in this situation was the, quote, right thing to do. Yeah. But he did it, and he stood by it, and he made a decision. Yeah. He wasn't like this, you know, icy white good guy. It's like... And also to be a good guy and be tough at the same time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And be taken seriously. And so it's unfortunate that, you know, it takes Captain America to make me appreciate what Superman's supposed to be. Yeah. But I feel like from seeing Captain America, I was like, oh, this is what Superman is supposed to be. This is what people love about Superman. And this is why they don't like the Superman from these movies. Yeah. Because he's not representing what they know him to be. That's right. That's how is I that feel. Right? That, that is exactly how I feel. When I see Superman in the latest, his latest incarnation in, in Zack Snyder's movies, that is not why I love Superman. It's different things about Superman that I understand why, why somebody would like that or be fascinated by that, that unlimited power, that godlike quality, the alien trying to be a human. I'm like, okay, okay. I see those facets. I understand that that's not why I love him. That is not why. And I haven't seen that on the screen in a long time. And I see that in Captain America. And even I struggle with his decision-making. Even I struggle with his choices through the movie, even though I love this character and it just makes me love him more. It makes, it gives depth to this guy who's like, what is he? He's just an all American golden boy. You know, like, how's that interesting? Well, here's why, because that's what he wears, but there's something below that. And it's character. Yeah. He, he has arguably been Captain America when he was the scrawny, skinny, Little tiny little, you know, Steve Rogers pre super soldier series. He's the same, it's character that makes him Captain America, yeah. And that's the thing for people listening at home that I think that's what we walk away with going, like, 
I can be Captain America because sure, I don't have the this and the that and the power, but character, I can stand for the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I can do what's right and look adversity and look the quote bad guy or the bully in the eye and go, if I got to go down fighting, I'll do it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to compare it to Superman, what makes Superman in these movies is his powers first. Yeah. It's not his character first. That's right. And now that I go back and I think about what I know about Superman, Superman is, I was raised by my and pa, Kent. That's where I get my character from. That's right. My powers are subject to my character. It's not, I have my powers and duh, what do I do with them? Right. You know? No, it's, it's, it's important that you bring it back to Smallville to, to, uh, mom, pa, Kent, because, you know, they, they taught this super, super, super powerful. how he was raised. Yeah. They taught him uh, how to be hopeful, optimistic, how to care for people who didn't have the abilities that he did. Mm -hmm. They, they taught him compassion. They taught him to be smart and they taught him to be full of love, Mm. even though he is like unstoppable. Yeah. You know, he, he could have taken any path and just been on top all the right. time, but they taught him to be better. They taught him to be what it, what it means to be human, right. to have love, right, to right, have right. compassion. And it's, it's a shame to me that when I don't get to see those things expressed and I, that's, that's what I like so much about that character. It's like, yo, that's a really good drawing of that character, but mm-hmm, you didn't, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not right. Yeah. 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 You're missing something. Yeah. Like, something real. It looks important. like Superman, but he ain't acting like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And even all this vengeance talk just to jump to Batman, it really makes me start, you know, reevaluating what I like about Batman. It's yeah. like vengeance, vengeance, vengeance. And it's kind of like, we've talked about this before, like. Dude, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, right. Like he's, he's this, got this a, is he's not some this mental. is not good. Like <laughs> you're you're destroyed. Like yeah, you're doing good, but you don't have you barely have a relationship with Alfred, and you only do that because he tolerates you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you got like Nightwing, who eventually was like, I'm sick of you. I'm tired of this. Yeah, I'm gonna go off and do my own thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can't mm-hmm. have a relationship with your own son because of your own issues, because you're consumed by vengeance. You can't have a relationship with a woman. You know what I mean? And we yeah. love Batman and we lift them up, but then when you start breaking it down and you see a T'Challa go, Nah, mm-hmm. there's another way to deal with this. And you see Batman go, This is the only way to deal with this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start going, I love Batman, but Dag, like. I don't know if I can like, but he works so well because he works in a universe where other people think differently, you know? So he represents a certain way. Who Batman? Yeah. Batman. Mm -hmm. So like, it's fun to watch the way that Batman operates because not everybody operates in the same way. That's why it's fun to see him go toe to toe with Superman. Yeah. Because they, they both feel so strongly to do what's right. They just do not take the same path to get there. Right. You know, and that's what's so fun. If if they existed by themselves in in a vacuum, that's true. I mean, the Batman is a certain way because yeah, he's not just that way. He's that way from wisdom, from experience, from circumstances, from I'm sure trying it other ways and going, nah, man, this is the way it's got to be done. Yeah, you know, and looking at other things. So I just, I, I ultimately kind of like my closing thoughts are. Man, I appreciate good storytelling. Yeah. Man, I appreciate comic books. I love this form of literature. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so much fun and what a time to be a geek. Yeah. It's, it's, we have so much to look forward to. And 
I really want to draw this one last comparison mm. between, and I think this is important because I've heard people compare it and, I, and I've heard people go, oh, I don't want to compare. I don't want to compare. No, I think it's important that we compare. Yeah. It's important that we compare Marvel to DC. Yeah. We look at Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC Cinematic Universe, and even what Fox has done yeah. and even what Sony has done. And you look at Marvel going, we're going to take the time to build a solid foundation. Yeah. And we're going to build on top of that something that can't be easily toppled. Mm-hmm. We're not going to rush and send an email and go, boop, 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 boop. Here's Justice League. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right, and the exactly. payoff is so much different. And even with all of the conversation that we're having about Doctor Strange and yada, 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 they've earned a certain amount of trust us. Yeah. We got you. Look at Daredevil season one and two. Look at Jessica Jones. We got you with Luke Cage. We hear you. We got you. Yeah. Look, 13 movies in, you know, three Netflix series in. We look, we got you. Let me ask you, actually, as you mentioned that, how do you, how do you feel in terms of representation in, in this movie, in Civil War? Do you think Marvel is doing a better job of, of showing a diverse cast? Well, I think it's definitely factually more diverse. Yeah. Like, but there are also 13 movies in and two Netflix. Three Netflix series. In. That's right. You know what I'm it's saying? It's taken us a long time. So we still have a long way to go. Yeah. But it's nice to see the trajectory. Yeah. We have we have three main black characters. You know, we got um, Sam Wilson. Mm-hmm. We got Rhodey. Mm-hmm. And we got T'Challa. Yeah. You know, we've got um, two women. We've got Black Widow. And we've got um, Scarlet Witch. And Sharon. Uh, Sharon oh, Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharon, Sharon Carter, Carter was an well. ass kicker. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was doing her thing. Yeah. So, like, there's a whole lot more diversity. But again, they've and we've also got like not even just in this. We've got Jessica Jones in there as well. We've got Luke Cage in there as yeah. well. So you know, like, there is like when you when you stretch it out and when you roll the paper out and go, okay, now look here, look what we've done. Yeah. You know, like. Yes, there's, but that doesn't take away the opportunity to do more and do better. Yeah, keep showing but me. But you also can't like discount what they have done. Yeah. at the same time. So. Agreed. Agreed. I'm. I, I will not downplay where we are and how far we've come, and I'm. I'm excited for where we go from here. There's still a lot of things that I want to see. There's still a lot of things that rumors I about see. Captain Marvel. Yeah, but rumor about Carol Danvers showing up in the, I guess, in the Infinity War uh, movies mm-hmm. uh, as we they happen. You know, there's Gamora in um, um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Yep. I mean, I'm, things that I want to see, I want to see more races. I want to see more skin color. I want to see more countries. I want to see, how about a an openly homosexual hero? You know, like, mm-hmm. like, like show me, show me those people. They're, we need, they're we need all these stories to be told. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about the trajectory that is set out before us. And as I was watching civil war, I was thinking, you know, this is cool. I'm, I'm happy to see this right now because it feels like we're on a good path. Yeah. Let's keep going down this path. And it's made me very excited for what's to come. Yeah. But what, do, what, do you, what are your thoughts about the comparison between how Marvel has rolled out their universe and how DC has seemed to kind of like chop, chop, chop? I, you know, I think Marvel is not, Marvel is not perfect. They, 
pay a lot of attention. I'm sure DC does as well. They pay a lot of attention to the fan base and what audiences are saying and what fans like you and I are saying. We, we read the comics Thank and we see listening. the movies. Thanks for the five stars and the positive comment. Really appreciate both Marvel and DC as giant entities tuning into our podcast. Thank you so much. It's going to be cool one day when people, those people actually are tuning in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, and then they're going like, to go back to our early episodes and be like, Y'all relying all these times where you were thinking. Yeah, well, doing. you know, we we're just speaking into existence. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I think Marvel is not perfect. I think certain filmmakers are doing an, a pretty excellent job of listening, paying attention, and doing, as far as I'm concerned, doing the right thing. The Russos, the Russo brothers, who have directed the Captain America movies, I'm very excited about what they do, and I think they're very good at it. I want to see more like this. I'm not 100% convinced that everybody is as good as they are. They do a damn fine job. They have been so far. And I think what they're doing is special. Yeah. Like, it's not like, DC, why don't you just do what Marvel did? It's like, if everybody could do it, we would have amazing Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. But we don't. But we don't. You know, like, what they're doing is special. And we happen to be alive during that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm just like, I guess Marvel's way of doing it is more my way. So I'm kind of like, oh, see, see what they're doing? Like, that's how you do it. Yeah. You know, that's just, I, I can appreciate seeing someone roll out an execution over time and over time and being patient and being consistent and being patient in the payoff. Um, and I just want to see DC do well because I love Batman. And it's yeah. Like, Same. Same, same, same. I know. It's it like I love Batman v Superman, but when you look at it in comparison and it's as much as you oh I'm not comparing, it's hard not to. You're just like they occupy I mean like look, they they occupy a similar space. It's it's comic book movies based on comic books, beloved characters, these massive franchises, and they're asking questions about good and evil and right and wrong. Yeah, of course. We have to compare these things because one one is putting up a new standard and saying, here's what we can do. And another one is, you know, floundering a little bit. Like, uh, they go in different directions. They have different strengths and different weaknesses. As far as I'm concerned, Civil War was an incredibly well-made movie. Mm, a thoughtful, period. excellent, entertaining movie. Well-made movie. Regardless of comic books or not. Yeah. Just, and in fact, something that I rarely say, and I'm excited to say now, is they pretty much divorced the entire source material. The Civil War comics written right. by Mark Millar. Right. But excuse me for saying, but they're crap. They're, they're not very good. And, and it, they're really ham-fisted. It was an event that just didn't work. The concept was awesome. Mm-hmm. The premise was so good, but it just didn't really work. I got to go back and read them. It's rough. And when you go back and read them now, if you have the collected version, like the hardback or whatever of the core storyline, you'll, you'll be able to look at the movie and say, I'm glad they made all those changes. I'm so glad they made all those changes because mm-hmm. all the stuff that was happening in the comic book didn't really work. And there were a lot of, there, there were fertile grounds for other stories to be told that were super interesting, but the core storyline of civil war, not so hot. Yeah. Not so hot. So I'm, I'm happy that we saw some creative departures from the source material to make it work. Yeah. And it really worked. Mm-hmm. Really, really worked. The one thing that I feel a little um, 
hesitant about is there's a lot of knowledge needed going into this movie. Otherwise, yeah, you, you you, you're going to yeah. get lost fast. And you could still appreciate it, but you wouldn't be able to appreciate it on the level of us who've seen 12 movies before. Right. And, it, you know, that's why I say this, it, it felt like a high five. It felt like I earned this because I had stuck with this for so long. And it's like, here you go. This is it. This not is your like prize. the Matrix. No, not like the Matrix. And I understand that this is Captain America 3. It is the third in a series. This is really There's a reasonable, yeah, it felt like Avengers 3. It, uh, it is a reasonable expectation that you would see Cap 1 and Cap 2. It, that makes sense to me, right? But if you didn't see Ant-Man, if I didn't see Ant-Man, I'd be like, Who, who's this? Who's right. this? If right. I didn't see Avengers 2, I'd be like, who's this Wanda? What is she doing with the magic? What is that? Right. If I wouldn't know who Vision was. And I appreciate the fact that they were unapologetic when they introduced these characters. So it's just like, let's just get these cats in here. We're pretty sure you know who this is. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. As a fan, I liked that. But I do recognize that my my father, who I saw the movie with the second time, Sunday morning, he's saying, Who, who's, the, who's the bird guy? What right. is the bird guy doing? Right. Where he's like, why is that guy purple? Well, he's uh, he's he's synthetic. He's he's kind of like a robot kind of thing. What? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I but look, my pop is yeah. He's a fan of these movies and he really likes seeing them. He sees them for a different reason. But I I was able to observe what it's like to go in a little cold and be like, yeah, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah, I have fun, but what is happening? Mm-hmm. So it felt like it was a little bit inside baseball. Like this was a prize for big fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. But you know, if you if you haven't seen Avengers two, if you haven't seen the Cap movies, if you haven't seen Ant Man, you might want to sit with those and check them out first, right? Otherwise, well, if you've you got a little lost through an hour and thirty minutes of us talking about Captain America, so you have War, probably seen those. You've probably seen this, yeah. Um, so closing thoughts, what you got? I can do this all day. <laughs> I can Excellent. do this all day. I I was so impressed by Civil War. It it far exceeded my expectations and my expectations were very dangerously lofty. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man was, I mean, he was amazing. That's the word, right? There it is. He was amazing. I can't wait to see more Spider-Man. Can't wait for homecoming. I cannot wait for homecoming. Uh, Cap, can't this was a see terrific conclusion. Wrist, what that, what's that about? The, yeah. With the spider the signal. Oh my God. And the icon like yeah. up on the ceiling. Uh, I am so excited to see the next Ant-Man because the wasp is going to be all up in there. I black Panther. I can't possibly say enough good things about black Panther. Can't wait. They nailed that character. Can't wait more. Coogler's going to, I'm yeah. sure Coogler's going to kill that. Yeah. How about you? I mean, closing thoughts in terms of your experience with this movie. Closing thoughts. I think that it's amazing that Marvel Studios has convinced the world to watch movies in a serialized fashion and salivate for the next one the same way that they have had us reading comic books and salivating for the next one for years. Yeah. Like they've taught the world how to be comic book fans. Yeah. They took 13 movies to do it. And like I said, three Netflix series, but they've taught people how to follow a serialized story and wait for the next piece, the next piece and follow continuity. Like they've created comic book fans. Well, this is, it's interesting that you say that because the the next logical step, if you, you were not a comic book reader, 
and you see this movie and you're like, yo, I want to check out some comics about these characters. Yeah. And then you get welcomed into the world. It's a lot more confusing. You're like, hey, you like Falcon, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. Okay, he's Cap. Wait, what? And then, like, Cap was old, but, like, he's not old now. Wait, what? Shit. This is more than I was bargaining for. Why can't I just read comic books of what I just saw on TV? And that is why you join Octavius and myself every Thursday for Comic Book Junto. There it is. We will guide you through this experience. Welcome to Comic Book Junto. We hope you survive the experience. (laughs) That's what we're saying. That's all I got, man. I I don't think we've ever had an episode where you and I were both so net positive. Like, all I have to say is good stuff. Well, that's what, you know, it's funny. That's what my buddy Dante said. He goes, you guys going to do a one shot? I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, but you and Adam just agree with each other. (laughs) I know. I said, how do you know? He's like, because I already talked to Adam about it. He's like, yeah, you guys are just going to agree with each other for the whole show. Yeah. I said, well, you know, you might be right. I might try to find a way to argue with him, but there's there's nothing in there. Yeah. There's nothing in there. Everything I threw out, you were like, yep, agree. No, we can't manufacture something. We're not trying to manufacture conflict. But I think even the conversation. We're trying to keep it trill. Yeah, true and real. Uh Uh-huh. Trillium. Mm -hmm. We need trillium shirts. Mm Mm-hmm. Something. I need to figure something out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I mean, this is is just how I feel. And I got to say, I'm like, I'm I'm excited to be a part of this with you, the, the digest, to have this conversation with you. But sitting in the theater and watching that movie... I, I felt like I was getting congratulated for being a fan. This is it. Yeah. Can't wait for what's next, man. Yeah. I, I'm just like, when can I have more? Mm-hmm. When can I have more? And when can I introduce my, oh, can you imagine when we're 40, 50, 60? Yeah. Like having kids and like walking them, like being able to share this with your kids and your nieces and nephews. It's like, this is really special. Like yeah. this is really special to be able to like, you know, because there are there are parents now who are like, okay, Star Wars. Let me let let's sit down and watch it together. Like I'm going to be able to sit down with my kids and like watch all these movies with them. You got to tightly curate which movies they watch because some of them are like, hey, Dad, can we watch Iron Man two? Mm, we're gonna skip. We're gonna skip. <laughs> we're gonna skip that one. They got the bad guy got, just hangs out with a parrot. Yeah, we're gonna skip. All. We gotta watch it all. <laughs> All right, let's shut it down. Where do they find you on the internet? All right, look, if you want to see my, my more of my glowing review of Captain America 3 Civil War, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Adam Teterus, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. Uh, I was hanging out with my nephew. He's got a Captain America shirt on the other day. We're both Team Cap. You know, I'm feeling good about that. He's two. So he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's on the path. He has no idea he's on the path. I am, I am making sure that he is an Ant-Man fan. So I just oh, keep, really? keep, I keep getting him Ant-Man stuff, right? Huh. And I am very, very afraid of and also excited for the day when I get to sit that young bull down and say, <laughs> sit that young bull. and say, this is Hank Pym. And Hank Pym was the first Ant-Man, and he's different from Scott Lang, who's in the movies. He was the second Ant-Man, and he's different from Eric O'Grady, who's not in any of the movies. He's, he's the third Ant-Man. He's the black ant now, and I just get to talk to him about the stuff that matters, Octavius. Wow. Your, your nephew's yeah. going to be like, can we just watch this? <laughs> I thought you were talking to me about girls. I was like, no, 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 no. Ant-Man. So- Important stuff first. Sit down. Ant-Man. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you are not leaving this house until you understand the continuity. Recite it back to me. <laughs> uh, where can we find more about you, man? I am on the internet 
all the same thing <laughs> at Octavius A. Newman, O C T A V I U S A N E W M A N. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. That's on Snapchat. That's all over the place. The same thing. Um, this podcast is a product of Bear Fruit. You can find Bear Fruit Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at B3ARFRUIT. Also, go to bearfruit.com, sign up for our newsletter. Check out our store, or you can just go to shop.bearfruit.com. Um, also, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle There, where I talk to different creators about their origin story. Have a great time with that as well. Check out our store. Like I said, check out some merch. I'm going to be having some new stuff coming up there very, 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 very soon. And if you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment mm-hmm. on iTunes. We want to have conversation with you. Mm-hmm. So let us know what you think. Leave us the five stars and a positive comment if you want to. Also, you can hit us up um, using hashtag comicbookjunto. The podcast is on Twitter, at comicbookjunto. Um, yeah, let us know what you thought of the movie. We want to talk to you all yeah, about it, We want too. to know what you guys think. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think it would be like if, if you, you tried to give the vision a high five and you would like fade, do that phase out thing? Something just went in me. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have an orange slice? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, what is high five? Yeah, yeah. I, I, if I was the vision, I'd be doing that phase out thing all the time. Be like, psych. And people just go like lose their balance, fall right, right through me. Like, you're a jerk, vision. Hey, vision, you're a real jerk. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's everything. We're yeah. on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. We're on Overcast. We got to get on Google Play also yeah. for the Android folks. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Talk to us. Hashtag AskCBJ. Hashtag Comic Book Junto. Comic book, hashtag Comic Book Junto is like our main one. Yeah, that's the one that we see most often. Mm-hmm. That's all we got. That's it. Yo, love the movie. Love doing this. I'm, I'm thinking back to the, the, all the times we've done a one shot and we were just like uh, sparring with one another. And this, this just feels like vacation. Yeah. It's yeah. Th- I mean, that's what it's about. We'll be sparring about something because, you know, <laughs> X-Men's coming up. And Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad and X-Men, I have a feeling, are going to be divisive. Yeah. Agreed. So those of you that want to hear us argue, keep tuning in. Until then, <laughs> it is inevitable. All right. Until next time, guys. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs>